resistance, burnout, procrastination, sleepless nights, stress, and painful hard work. Fatigued from running on the high achiever hamster wheel? This is the Bold Leadership Revolution, where we develop high-performing leaders to live, thrive, and lead bold and smart, not hard. Here is your host, Tara Newman. Hey, hey, Bold Leaders. Welcome to another episode of the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast, and we are talking more about your offers, services, programs, other things you sell in an effort to get you focused on your most profitable ways to make money and what I like to call your boldest offer. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know I've created a masterclass on how to create your boldest offer so that you can stand out in the marketplace. And I'm really excited about these masterclasses because my word of the year was teach. And this is my first live masterclass. This masterclass might be for you if your offers are not selling the way you had hoped. You want to add an offer to your revenue stream, but aren't sure what would be a great fit for your existing services. You're tired of creating offers that just don't sell out the way you want. You've held back from selling because something doesn't feel right when you can't put your finger on it. This masterclass will be for you. We will be giving you a framework for crafting your offers and services so that you can sell without burning out. Time dedicated to innovating your offers so you can stand out in the marketplace. A system that helps you troubleshoot why your offer might not be selling so you don't throw out great offers just because they don't sell immediately. A way to make money that feels exciting and easeful so that you don't burn your business down in a fit of boredom. Come on, we know that happens. You're also going to get a workbook so that you can reuse this masterclass and refer back to it for the future and access to me for about 15 to 20 minutes of Q&A to ask any questions and clarify points of confusion. If this sounds like something you want to work on during the fall so that you can have clarity on your 2021 programs, services, and offers, then head on over to the show notes and grab your spot. Okay, we are going to talk about a question I get like once a week. Should have created this podcast eons ago because of how frequently I get this question, but it just hadn't dawned on me. Sometimes we just can't see the forest through the trees. Let me set the stage. You're a passionate business owner who is eager to make sales. I mean, you're probably already making sales and you want to make even more sales. You're in that place where you're asking yourself, how do I scale this? How do I get to that next revenue goal? You might even joke with your biz besties about world domination, but what you really want is to have an impact that gets people moving in the direction of change, the life of their dreams, the relationships they crave, the businesses they dare to imagine possible, a life made easier. You want to teach, facilitate, coach, influence, offer products. You look around you and you see all these people who aren't buying your offer. This happens when you're first starting out too. So maybe you're you're starting out, maybe you haven't maybe you've made some sales, you're not making as many sales as you want, or maybe you're really at that place where you're like, okay, how do I get to that next revenue goal? And you look around, and you survey the land, and you see all these people who aren't buying your offer. 
They are most likely very prevalent in your landscape. These are people who love everything you do. They message you. They engage with you on social media. Maybe they've taken you up on a free thing or a beta offer of some sort that was at a really reduced price because you were just starting out trialing an offer, etc. Right? Cool. I love the people like this in my world. And you're thinking to yourself, how do I scoop all these people up and sell them something? Because that will be the way that I get to where I want to go on my financial journey. This is how I'm going to get to that next revenue level. Because they're such huge and vocal supporters of you, you think about them all the time. You think about them a lot. These are people you truly want to help. Maybe you make some offers, launch something, but they don't buy. Now you're flummoxed, bewildered, perplexed. They love you and you can help them. So you start to weave a web of lies full of assumptions about what they can afford and not afford. They must not have bought because the offer was too expensive. Or maybe they have even told you the offer is too expensive because they are so in your periphery, engaging, commenting, sharing. You continue to think about them, continue to wonder what you're doing wrong, that you're not able to engage them in a sale. And because the brain likes a good challenge and because the brain is proficient in scarcity thinking and distractions, you start to obsess on the perfect offer you can make these folks. If I can just package up all my IP, the IP it has taken me years to gain, pay for, hone, etc. I can sell it to them for $37, $97, Then they'll buy it. Everyone will just snap it up, one, two, three, because it's exactly what they want, all of my IP for a price that they can afford, which I know they must not be able to afford any of the prices I've offered before because they're not buying. And this is where I get the question. Tara, Should I create a low ticket offer to sell to the people who can't afford to work with me? And as a recent person who I had a call with said to me, they said, I can still see the visual of you shaking your head no to me when I mentioned the low price product idea that never felt right enough for me to jump to creating it. Perhaps you could create a GIF of you just shaking your head no. It's truly a powerful image. And I laughed. And I shared this with my husband. I shared the idea of creating a GIF with my husband. And he agreed. He said that he would play it all day long. So if you could just imagine, picture me shaking my head no right now to the question, should I create a low ticket offer to sell people who can't afford to work with me? Probably not is my answer. Here is the problem with low priced offers. Now, I know a lot of people who make good money with membership sites, so I don't want you to hear what I'm saying and think I'm saying low-priced offers don't work. Because, you know, this is what people do. They contact me and they're like, well, you said, and I'm like, well, I didn't really say it that way, and I didn't mean it that way, and there's nuanced context, and I can't be giving you through a podcast honed, specific, strategic, one-on-one advice. So this is not, I'm not saying that these don't work. They do work for some people. For people who are building out a membership site as a side hustle, it works for people who have had the time to grow these types of offers, who will use paid traffic and who are comfortable investing in paid traffic to reach a super niche audience. People who already have the numbers in their audience who would buy a lower priced offer. So 
they work. However, most of the people I work with aren't in those positions. And even my clients with membership type offers, when we look to increase revenue, we do it with a higher priced offer. Now, I want to speak more to the situation I mentioned above to where you're distracted by the non-buyers and looking to create an offer for them. Because if this is you, I want to share with you what might be going on because your best clients don't want your low priced offer. Trust me, I promise. Your best clients don't want your low-priced offer. So here are a few reasons why you don't want to do this. Food for thought, you can go and have at it with your low-priced offers, but here's some food for thought. First, if you're someone who is high-touch, caring, and believe in world-class customer service, this is a recipe for disaster. You will over-deliver and underprice. Over-delivering and underpricing is just a more insidious form of scarcity mindset. And it happens a lot. I can even be guilty of this sometimes because I like being high touch. So I have to really watch it and watch where I price my offers. Two, profitability will be tricky because you have priced the offer so low that you will need to sell way more. And in order to generate those leads, you will need to spend on ads. So you have a smaller margin to work within and more upfront investment. And nobody tells you about the length of time it could take to get your ads dialed in. Ads, totally effective. They work in generating leads. It takes some time and it costs some money. So if there is a quicker, easier way for you to get sales and generate leads, we want to exhaust all those options first in this type of model before we go to paid traffic. There's a lot of trial and error or, you know, in the manufacturing world or product world or tech world, we call this R&D, right? There's a lot of R&D that's going to go into your ads opposed to needing far fewer people and less cost into acquiring them, right? So when we have a higher priced item or a moderately priced item, we need less people and less cost into acquiring them. Three, it takes more effort to sell a low dollar product than a high dollar product. This has been true for me personally, that my hardest sales have always been the lower priced programs. Four, not everyone needs to buy from you. I really want to say this again. Not everyone needs to buy from you. I'm going to say it one more time. Not everyone needs to buy from you. I know this isn't what's portrayed in the online space where people regularly show their inboxes flooded with sales, but not everyone needs to buy from you. So maybe the people who love your free stuff just aren't your buyers. Maybe they're just there to love your free stuff, to engage in your content, and to share it generously. When you can release the belief that or the need for everyone to buy from you, I promise you are going to find so much freedom and you are also going to find your best clients. Five, from my experience, the people who aren't buying will most likely not buy your lowest priced offer and that has nothing to do with you. Which leads me to six, you're taking their lack of buying personally and you're taking it as you're not good enough, and now you need to prove yourself by dropping an offer so low-priced that they will buy, and your ego will feel better. Do not do this. 
This is not of service to anyone. Don't do it. Number seven, the energy that is causing you to think about this is scarcity energy and not profit energy. I just made up the term profit energy. I don't know, maybe somebody else is using it out there in the world. But profit energy is real. It's totally a thing. And it is the opposite of scarcity energy. So you're energizing the wrong thing when you're focused on this. So focus on profit energy. Eight, you really need to do the math. If you have a revenue goal, how does this offer help you get to that revenue goal? Or what purpose does it serve in your business? And to give the people who don't buy from you something to buy doesn't really work. That's not really a great purpose. Wanting something affordable and not wanting to exclude people isn't going to work either. I've tried this. It's exhausting and unfair to the people you are trying to serve. Not wanting to exclude people keeps both you and that person stuck. I would rather be clear exclude people so they can go and find the absolute best person to serve them because it's most likely not me. We are so quick to want to make things a win for others, but have you ever given thought about what is a win for you? We are so concerned about what would make our offer a heck yes for someone else and rarely think about what would make it a heck yes for us. Now, there is nothing wrong with low-priced offers. There may be a place for them in your sales ecosystem, but they have to be structured properly, strategically, and you might not want the intended positioning to be your signature service or main profit generator. Before you go running with an idea that won't generate profit or be so time-intensive it distracts you from selling what will deliver healthy profit, think about why you're putting your focus in this place. Before you go running with that idea that won't generate profit or be time intensive, it distracts you from selling what will deliver healthy profit. Think about why you're putting your focus in that place. Instead, you want to look at how you can create a bold and powerful offer that helps you stand out in the marketplace. And this is what we are going to cover in the live masterclass, how to create your boldest offer so that you can stand out in the marketplace. This class is for entrepreneurs who, listen carefully so you know if this is you, know they have valuable skills and want to create bold services that get bold results. Already have sales coming in. This is not a how to get clients masterclass. Have done some research and know their ideal client fairly well. Want a repeatable process for creating offers and services. Are missing out on potential business by not having a full system that allows you to repeat and refine offers. You want to grow your business in a way that's efficient and by doing less, not more. Desire concrete business principles without the fluff or shenanigans you see in the online business space. Head on over to the show notes and grab your spot. If you enjoy the conversations we have on this show, Then join us inside the Brave Society. Brave brings women from a range of industries and fields into one room for peer learning, impactful hosted training, support, and an incredible community. We do things differently in the Brave Society. The conversations in the group are powerful, transformative, and incredibly valuable for business growth, as well as your own leadership development. And those trainings I mentioned... 
Some are led by me and others are peer-led. The peer-led trainings are paid trainings by us. It's our way of reinvesting into the community. None of this free guest expert stuff. We support women paying women. Inside of the Brave Society, you will have three live calls per month. One is training and discussion focused, and the other two are CEO debriefs with me in which we share our wins and insights so we can all learn from each woman in the room. Research shows that support groups are critical for the success of female leaders. The unique challenges we face as women require us to be able to hold an emotional and strategic container that allows us to foster the resiliency needed to lead in your business and your life. When you are surrounded by a diverse group of peers, your network intelligence grows exponentially. Now, The main objection I hear from women like you is, am I good enough to take a seat at the table with these women? And let me tell you what I've learned over the last two years running the Brave Society. You are good enough. So join us and find out for yourself. If you found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. This episode has ended, but our work continues online. Head over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com where you'll find links to any resources mentioned in today's episode, along with other valuable tips and information that will help you lead bold. That's theboldleadershiprevolution.com. 